Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of uh, No One Is Listening. I'm here uh, as per usual with uh, my co-host Jen. Jen, you want to say hi? Hi, everybody. Uh, so this week we'll be talking about um, celebrities uh, and some uh, some of the decisions that they make. But before we go bad on to decisions. that, bad decisions that yeah. they make. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to check in with you guys. Um, Steve, why are you dressed so nicely today? Yeah, so the first thing when we got to the office, not that we have like a no one is listening office that doesn't exist yet, but when we got to the office, this office, uh, you noticed that I was dressed up nicely. This is very different from what I normally wear. I don't normally wear... A suit. A suit, but um, I it was for like a work thing that I had to wear. Everyone was wearing a suit. It wasn't just me. I'm not... And you always wear... I... You didn't even remember the last time I wore a suit. It wasn't that long ago. You were like, I haven't seen you wear a suit ever in so long. It was three months. It was literally three months ago. It wasn't that long. Um, it's. I think it's because like maybe like, cause, I just don't see you in dressed up clothes at all, right? Like yeah. you like see me in like dresses and like whatever, like every once in a while. Um, I was just like, Steve. <laughs> You know what else it was? I think probably because, like, when we were at... So we attended a gala. Uh, we attended a gala. Literally three months ago. Literally three months yeah. ago, and I was wearing a suit. And probably because, like, they're, like, everyone is so fancy. Yeah. And, like... Oh, that's everyone right. Everyone's so dressed up. And I literally walked in with my gym clothes on. No, you today. today. Oh, today. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's so... I stuck out more, probably. So that's probably what it was. Um, but, yeah, I was, in a, I was at a work function where... I wear a suit. It's not very comfortable. It feels very like my body started hurting. No. Like in like weird. I, was that was that real? It was like a sarcastic face. I'm like, oh, that must be so sad, Steve, that your body started hurting after wearing a suit for six hours. It's my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting the whole time too. It wasn't comfortable. You know what? I really want. I need. I need someone to make. Dress shoes with like sneaker soles. I want to say that's probably a thing that you should look up. No, I probably have that already. Right? Yeah, for but specifically like, like the Adidas Boost soles. You that's should talk I mean. to Adidas about it. I don't think they'd return my call. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about you? What's new with you? Anything happened? Well, no. I just like I literally came. Here, like straight from the gym, which is why like my hair looks crazy and like looks great. Um, looks great. I'm literally wearing like gym clothes while you're like in your nice dapper suit. Dapper. Um, but I can't wait until all of the people who have made New Year's resolutions to be at the gym to like leave. We actually go about, to the same gym too. Yeah, so. in about like two weeks, I think they'll all filter out. Yeah, it gets um, it gets oh, it's so annoying. Like I can't park where I want to park and. Um, I go at weird hours, like during the day, and yeah. even then, it's still really like, not. It's not as packed, obviously, as like when you probably go, but it's a lot more than usual. Yeah. So, uh, not that I want to discourage anybody's breaking of the New Year's resolutions, but people, you gotta go. Like, give me back my gym. Yeah. Um, but I've been taking like cool classes with uh, with our friend, with our mutual friend Jenny. Mm-hmm. So. I think you should come. I, you know, I'll give it a chance. I have cardio. to, work, yeah, I have to work on my cardiovascular system. People keep telling yeah. me, so, yeah, no. Next week, I'll do, I'll do it. Oh, that was part one of my New Year's resolutions. Yeah, that episode. Yeah, yeah. 
Trying to keep you accountable. Let's okay. do this. Okay. Uh, first, Shall we move on? Yes, let's move on. First things first, I'm the realist. Uh, let's talk about something that happened this past uh, weekend. Uh, this past weekend was the Women's March, and you know we saw a lot of uh, celebrities kind of like uh, supported, which is like totally cool and totally awesome, and mm-hmm. I'm all for. Um, but then it, it kind of took a weird turn. And, you know, this is relevant to our topic for today, which is, you know, celebrities that make bad decisions. And I think, and whether or not, like, the criticism of their decisions, uh, whether the criticism is fair. Yeah. And so the first one we want to talk about, which is, like, the most uh, relevant one and the most timely one, is Taylor Swift. So on our 2016, uh, what is it, review uh, podcast, we had her in the losers category. Yes. And she is not... Uh, she hasn't had a good start to 2017. She's either. not starting off 2017 on the right yeah. foot. You wanna you wanna explain to people what exactly kind of like happened? Sure. With that? So a bunch of celebrities attended um, the marches that happened in various parts of the mm-hmm, country. Mm-hmm. Actually, I thought it was pretty cool. Sundance, the film festival is happening right now in Park uh-huh. City, Utah, and um, there was a march there, and like Chelsea oh. Handler led that. So um, cool, cool, cool. you know, and like obviously people have different schedules. Like I personally couldn't go to the march even though I wanted to because I had um, a previous engagement. So some like celebrities didn't attend the march, but they tweeted or like they like showed their support for the march. And then our favorite person, Taylor Swift, uh, basically tweeted like, oh, so much love, pride, and respect for those who march. I'm proud to be a woman today and every day. Hashtag Women's March. It blew up. So what was was, was the backlash, essentially? Basically, people, um, I think, I mean, I've heard it called like spineless feminism i've heard it called like white feminism basically that is so harsh it's so harsh and like you and i kind of texted about it like the last like um a day or two ago and um you know i kind of was like oh like steve i don't know i think it's like the stuff that's been poured out to like on her is a little bit unfair right right? right, like she like why can't she show her support for the women's march like why does she have to get like crapped on i used a different word um but i think that what rubbed people the wrong way is that is this idea of selective feminism right so the women's march and like being a feminist which taylor swift has proclaimed to be so there's this whole thing where she like was like i'm not a feminist and then like became friends with lena dunham (laughs) And, like, learned what actual, like, being a feminist is. And then she, like, proclaimed it. And then um, her 1989 album, like, really, like, I feel like was a showcase for her, like, showing female friendships. Oh, Um, yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, with the tour and, like, bringing all of her friends out. And, um, like, she's crafted crafted this very, very uh, deliberate persona of, um, of a person who loves... Her girlfriends loves womanhood, but for a lot of people, it's like, well, only when it benefits you. And hmm. you know, um, this thing about white feminism is, uh, it's, it's. I think people feel like they're just it's like self interested actions that promote like the improvement of your own life, but you're not looking at um, intersectional topics such as race and class and 
Yeah, and that's not her brand, right? Like even yeah. her, her brand is very quote, inclusive, right? Mm-hmm. And even her quote unquote squad, like save for like that girl, that lady from Orange is the New Black, U- Uzo, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, or like Zendaya. Like everybody, they they all look like the same person, right? They're all the Carly Clauses and the Gigi Hadids, like, oh, um, and so people damn. are just like, well, but but again, but. But my thing is, like, well, can you really fault somebody for having friends? Like, like I have a lot of friends, but then I also have a lot of Asian friends. But, like, am I just subscribing to this, like, um, you know, like, this idea of, like, white feminism as, like, people are, like, you know, kind of criticizing Taylor on? I don't know. But um, I think, though, the difference here is that if you're going to, keep saying things like, I'm a feminist and I support women, I do this, I do that. Um, she was silent throughout the whole election process, right? Yeah. And, like, it makes me upset because she has a platform. On the flip side, I can totally understand why she wouldn't want to, like, alienate maybe half of her fans by being pro, yeah. pro one candidate. But at the same time, the other candidate was so like, oppressive and, like, his views on women and minorities are so extreme that, like, for somebody like Taylor Swift with that platform to have said something, I think may have made a really big difference, in, especially in young people, right? Yeah, even um, getting them out to vote. Even, she didn't and even she need d- to... No, well, she did Instagram, but like... wasn't it just the that day, day of, of like, right? everyone go vote? Well, if you didn't register to vote, like, you couldn't anyway. So, um, so I think that's why people are super angry with her for, like, really jumping on this opportunity to speak about feminism. Um because it's, like, beneficial to her and, like, she doesn't really have to do anything. Um, so, like, people called it, like, self-promotional. Um, people called it gross opportunistic. Mm. Um, and I get all of that. Um, sometimes I do really, really feel like the the stuff that gets heaped on her is unfair. But I think, I think it just comes with the territory of being, like, the biggest celebrity in the world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think, you know, while we were texting about that, um, so I was with my fiance at the time, and she's the biggest Taylor head that I certainly know. Not that I yeah. know a lot of them, but she, you know, like we went to the 1989 tour, you know, she has like a shirt, she still buys like the CDs mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and so I remember we were in the car and she was explaining to me what, like, all the hoopla was about. And, um, yeah, you know, I think a lot of it is unfair. Um, I think the self-promoting stuff, calling it, like, gross or, um, uh, like, just, like, doing it when it benefits her. I don't know if that's true. I think that's reading a lot into, like, a person's motivation, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Because... I don't know if anything she's doing or saying, like, even, like, having friends that look primarily like her, I don't think that's something, like, most people don't do. I think most people do do that, you know? Um, My only caveat, my only concern was that um, she seems to only defend feminism when she's the one getting attacked. So the example I used with you was, like, um, and justifiably, right, she got upset 
for that Kanye West song, Famous, mm-hmm. when he says, mm-hmm. and her thing was like, you know, I was okay with all the lyrics. The only thing I wasn't okay with is that, like, he referred to me as, like, excuse me, uh, a B, yeah. right? That's what she, that was, like, her thing. That was her right? thing. It was like, I never said, mm-hmm. like, because when Kim Kardashian, like, released, like, the tapes of Taylor Swift agreeing to things, uh, agreeing to the song and saying how she, like, liked the song and she thought it was, like, a compliment or whatever, uh, Taylor Swift was like, no, I, I'm not, I never denied any of that. The only thing I said was I don't like that he called me, and he re- referred to me using, uh, you know, the, the B word. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, like, at the time, I was like, you know, she's, like, she has a point. Yeah. You know? Um, no females should be called that, especially if, like, they don't want to be. Like, yeah. it's different if, like, I guess it's, like, if you use it as, like, a term of endearment or whatever. And, but not only that, but then they also, like, have given you permission yeah. to, to use that word. Um, but then my thing was, like, but if you're going to complain about that, which she has every right to. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you not going to complain about the other rhetoric that's come out mm-hmm. and the other, like, words that have been used uh, and the other, like, um, actions that have been described towards, like, women. Women, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, like, my thing. Where it's, like, if she had never said, if she never complained about that song, then I'd be, like, yeah, no, she hasn't been a hypocrite. Yeah. You know, but that that's the thing that really gets me, which is, like, when someone calls her that, it's and terrible, it's but like, then when... You and talk, then she's you also, know? like, oh, I don't, I've never asked to be a part of this narrative. Eh, that's actually not true. Oh, she said that? No, that was part of her Instagram rebuttal when she oh, went like, oh, she's like, I'd like to be excluded oh, from this narrative that man. I've been asked to, like, not um, be a part of since, like, 2009, Oof. which is when, when she, he interrupted her on stage at the VMAs. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, yes, but you have, you've made money off of writing songs about that incident. You've talked about it. You've... You have perpetuated this narrative in this me- in the media cycle, so you can't say something like that because you are totally a part of it. Um, and even with this thing, like I think it just like it it rubbed it rubbed people the wrong way because it's so opportunistic, right? Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. trying to pretend to be woke without backing up your wokeness Yikes. with you know any sort of like political preference or informed opinion is offensive and it's not okay and I think that's why rightly so so I've changed my mind I think the more we talked about it I was like oh I am angry um and I think that's that's really why like it's like Taylor you can't just like tweet something like this go away like and then like come back later and like what like sing about like your boyfriend go like you know it's just just like Taylor like don't say stuff. Don't say anything at all then. Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. keep writing your songs. Don't talk about it. She's like the queen of writing songs, dropping hints so that people are talking about it. And I'm just like, how is that not you creating a narrative? Like, you're totally creating, like, a narrative. Um, and then being like, I'm not talking about it. Like, that's, that's not how it works. And I think, I think those antics... Um, are getting a little bit old and so I'm interested to to see what her new album will be like and how she markets the album because yeah. thus far she's marketed her albums and her songs on really stepping over people stepping over her ex-boyfriend stepping oh, over oh, Katy Perry true. and like I just don't think people will be as forgiving 
if if that if she continues to do that, you know? Yeah. So I, we'll see. Yeah, I think, you know, I think someone told me that she'd also mentioned that, like, she doesn't want to use her... Was it you that she doesn't want to use, like, her influence to, to like, change people's minds or sway people? Oh, or, yeah, right? so Did in you the beginning, too, right? she had said, like, oh, I don't Which like I to also talk about politics like, because on, I really man. don't want to influence people. And I'm like, but you have the power to influence people for the good because yeah. all of these young, impressionable people love you. Yeah, that's the part that I find, like, I don't want to use the word spineless because it... it there's like too strong a word, but that yeah. is the part that I find like kind of weird. Yeah. Where it's like you've amassed this following and you have these like spheres of influence, um, but to be like, oh, you know, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to use it. But the, it's like, the, like what? Like that, that doesn't make sense. But then, to me, how can you, you say know? in the same breath like I am a role model to girls? You know what I mean? That that's what it so is. It's, it's like one thing if you're like, hey, listen, I just make music. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's like you talk about and I. So yeah, I went to her concert. And she was so affirming mm-hmm. and so. Her concerts are like four hours long because she like peppers the songs with like these like motivational speeches. It's a. It's, and sometimes it's exactly I'm just like, what it is. dude, it's eleven o'clock. <laughs> I want to go home. Yeah, just like, sing can, your song. How can you? How can you? you claim to be yeah. like more than a musician and you know she's like oh you know you guys are all my friends mm-hmm. and stuff but then be like oh but I don't want to I don't want to yeah. use my influence yeah. you know it just it just doesn't make sense to me on a side note um, now that we're talking about it like uh, her ex Tom Hiddleston also used a public forum to try to make himself look good and it like totally backfired so yes. maybe they do deserve each other yes um, exactly but no, like, Taylor Swift, when you come back with a new album, like, I will have bought the album and I will be listening to it on repeat. I mean, I'll be listening I to it, I yeah. just need you to think about what you're doing in the public eye a little yeah. bit more yeah. um, and be more a little more responsible as a yeah. citizen. Yeah, yeah, I think you so. And, and you know what, but I do, not to play devil's yeah. advocate, but the one thing that I thought about that, like, kind of... Uh, what's the word? It kind of sheds light on the situation and it gives me a little more grace for her is that like, you know, she did grow up wealthy. Mm-hmm. She did grow up in, not rural Pennsylvania. Actually, but, I don't know if she grew up wealthy. Like, do Christmas farmer, Christmas tree farmers make a lot of money? I thought... Actually, I, I think her dad's like, her dad's a banker, but like they lived on a Christmas tree farm. So maybe she did grow up like... I, th- I mean, I, mean, she I, I, I don't be think she's poor. I don't think she's yeah, poor. Yeah, yeah, and okay. so I know I don't think it was like Amish country, but and you know, but it wasn't Philadelphia yeah. or like uh, Pittsburgh either. You know, um, I don't know why I made it seem like Philly and Pittsburgh are like the same thing. They're like so different, but it's like I know. She, so like I think she grew up, you know, in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and um, you know, she did grow up pretty well to do, um, and so there are probably familial ties that wouldn't have appreciated it if she had, like, endorsed one candidate over the other. I think that's a very real sure. thing. Sure. I mean, it's all speculation you, at this point. Exactly, right? exactly. she doesn't talk about it and doesn't yeah. want to talk about it. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, that that's that. I think we, we'll, we'll move on to the, to the next one, right? Yeah. Um... um LeBron, do you want to talk about yeah, LeBron Yeah, let's talk James? about let's talk about LeBron James. And and I'd love to hear so like you actually follow sports uh 
too like like marginally marginally right like I know the big so like the big athletes you knew and then and you watched some of the big games I yes, believe, yes right I'm so, excited for the Super Bowl yes not for the Patriots but whatever <laughs> um and so uh, LeBron James is a no is a name that you know like instantly mm-hmm. right um and so you tell me what you think so like with LeBron James um a little background information is that like he has been um like marked as the chosen one since he was like 13 which is crazy to me that's like a lot of pressure so like he's a 14 year old kid 15 year old kid and he's on espn like he's on sports not only is he on sports center his game his like high school basketball game was on national tv and like the media was there you know which is like insane and so um there's all this pressure on him and you know it's He's, like, for me, the first modern-day... Yeah, he's, for me, the first modern-day uh, athlete of, like, that scope. Because he's not as big as MJ was, because MJ was... I mean, you could argue, but, like, back in, like, the 80s, 90s, you didn't have, like, camera crews following around high school or even college players you know you maybe like the, the team mm-hmm. but not like individual players was michael jordan also marked as no, like a no hot shot in high school oh in high school no, yeah. no, okay, no. Okay. in college okay. in college like, oh this this guy's okay. good but like, i mean lebron since like yeah like middle school early high school they were like oh he's gonna be the next big thing and so like already like so much pressure yeah and so that's why he is a little bizarre and makes bizarre choices i feel like so okay so when you say bizarre choices do you mean bad life decisions because that's what we're talking about right they're bad decisions that certainly impact his life yeah you know so the first the first one is um when he made like a he decided to leave cleveland Mm -hmm. the team and he grew up in ohio Mm -hmm. Uh, left Cleveland after X amount of years to go to Miami, which that was not the decision that was bad. That's a fine decision. That's a totally okay decision. But it cemented his perception, um, or the perception, it cemented, like, people's perception of him, though, right? Like, because I didn't know, like, all of that about LeBron. Just knew that, like, he was, like, the king Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's his. Nickname. That's his nickname, the King. Um, and that like wherever he decided to go would be a big deal. And then I was like, oh, he's leaving Cleveland, a jerk. And so like I was like, I hate LeBron. I mean, that's the thing. Everyone went from loving LeBron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like, burning his like jerseys and, and, like, and not even in Cleveland. Like people loved him everywhere. Like I loved LeBron. Yeah. And he wasn't even on my team. And I was like, you know, I hope he comes to like the Knicks. And there were everywhere he went, people cheered for him. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into a thing where like. Everyone hated him on it. Except down. for everyone who lives in Miami. Except for everyone who lives in Miami. And, and but that would have been the case regardless, right? Because at that you point, know what? Like, I don't all think of so. the cities were in contention. I think I think depending on where he went, I think it was so you bring up a really good point. So it's not even where he went, it's how he left. Yes. That like was the bad decision. Like going to Miami is is fine, and I thought he'd earned the right to make that decision. I wasn't in hindsight, I, at the time, I was extremely upset. But then, like, I grew up, and I was like, actually, this guy just wanted... He wanted to play basketball with one of his, like, best friends, you know? And he... Why shouldn't he be allowed to do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I that's found, the running theme of, like, 
what we're going to talk about today. Exactly. Why shouldn't they be allowed right. to do Exactly, so. exactly. And so he decides to leave Cleveland to go play with one of his best friends, Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. in Miami. And um, But the way in which he left was he did, like, a televised special. Question. Mm-hmm. So do you think that was his idea? There's no way that was his idea. To do that? There's but no you way. think he had power to not do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. LeBron James doesn't do anything LeBron James doesn't want to do. Got it. So then you why know? do you think, what do you think his motivation was? See, that, that, I mean, that, to, like, that's televised that the crux, piss off, like, Yeah, that's the crux of, of it, which is, like, he had been, he has not lived a normal life. You know, even before being anointed, you know, the king and the next big, uh, the next big thing, um, you know, he went from one extreme to the other before being um yeah crowned king he would he grew up in like abject poverty you know he talks about growing up and like seeing his like house burned down or his apartment building mm-hmm. burned down and like with all his stuff inside mm-hmm. and not knowing where he was going to stay yeah. where he was going to sleep yeah. you know growing up in like a single family home um he has had a very atypical life in both extremes Mm -hmm. you know whether it was growing up in the ghetto or then becoming like a millionaire overnight yeah you know and so he's got this weird like juxtaposition of like in his background where it's like no one in the world could possibly understand what his life is like even his closest Mm -hmm. friends and his closest friends are the only ones that he trusts. So, sorry, so to get back to the bad decisions or bizarre decisions as you're yeah. calling it, so like televising, leaving, Cleveland it's, is one of them. Exactly, because it's like, it's it just shows that like he can't even relate to normal people and he can't understand how normal people would respond to his decisions. And what else, so then what else has And he like he, he'll say in weird, he'll say and do weird things. So like one time at a press conference, you know, people were asking him about how um, all, like, the hate he's get, he's getting. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, they may hate me now, but, you know, it's just, like, a reflection of them. They still have to wake up to, like, their crappy lives tomorrow morning. That's really nice And it's just like, it was like, oh, oh, way to remind Wait, us. Wait, so has you know? he become more likable since then? You know what? Yes and no. Objectively, no. Yeah. But as I get older and more jaded, yeah. to me, yes. Okay. You know, because I'm, like, crankier and, like, more What about the public? A, I mean, they love him now, right? They went back to loving him after he came back to Cleveland you know what, and though? won that championship for them. So Cleveland loves him now because they haven't had a championship in, like, over 50 years. Um, so he's redeemed himself in Cleveland. In the national spotlight, I'd say um, more or less, but only because... For whatever reason, he is back as the underdog. Whereas in Miami, he was like the favorite, and people were like, "Oh, they're the but super." But that's because of the team he's on, right? Yeah, yeah, I, or the teams that have been formed outside of him. You know, he's yeah. become the underdog again, even though he's like the best player. Yeah. You know, at the moment, has been for the past X amount of of years. So it's just like with LeBron James it's like he makes these bad decisions like you know this and the episode was called or that TV special was called The Decision mm-hmm. you know the quotes that he gives mm-hmm. about like normal people that make it just like that what? just like show you how far removed he is from like reality yeah. and how not down to earth yeah. he is um, but then when you put in the context that like this guy's had the most unique life ever 
especially in like the national spotlight, sense. you know? And this is this is nothing to do with basketball at this point. This is just like how much spotlight and how much attention and media coverage he gets. It's just it's some of it like to you said it's like that's a really weird thing to say, but like in context, I, I couldn't it be so much worse? And I guess we'll move on to some people who like so, where it is so much worse. So right? when we um, thought of doing this topic, um, I asked you like, oh, what about like athletes? And you can kind of, do, and I was surprised when you said LeBron because like in my head I was just like, wait, was he ever like convicted yeah, yeah, for yeah, drug yeah, yeah, charges yeah, yeah. or infidelity? Um, so I totally get everything that you're saying, but I do find it very interesting that he. Like, starting from, like, you know, his, like, early teens yeah. was, like, picked as this, like, chosen one yeah. and and has still managed to, aside from, like, reality issues, um, like, he hasn't, like, succumbed to, like, drugs and al- for all we know, right? And granted, like, his career depends on his body. His performance, right? His performance and what he puts into it. But at the same time, that doesn't stop some people, right? Like, off-seasons, like, all bets are off. Like, how many NBA players do you hear of getting shot at clubs? I'm like, I'm not exaggerating, right? There's been a handful of people for some reason. You know, that's that's more in Um, a late and early 90s occurrence and early 2000s occurrence. It doesn't happen anymore, but, like... But do you know what I mean? Like, like, they get into trouble and... And they're all athletes who should be paying attention to their bodies and not, like, going buck wild. Um, And so, but, like, the people that I want to talk about, like, the people up my alley, like the Britney Spears, the Lindsay Lohans, the Amanda Bynes, all kind of start out in in the same kind of narrative, right? Like, start off as these, like, Disney stars. um, I think... Amanda Bynes was Nickelodeon, but regardless, these child stars who have these starring vehicles, right? Like, so for Britney, it's like a music career. For Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Bynes, it's like being anointed as like the next it girl. And they have like a not decade, but like five years of when they're on top of the world. And then Somewhere along the way, and I totally get it because these are impressionable young people, when you are surrounded by yes men, um, and also maybe if your parents aren't around. Although, from what I can gather, besides, despite the fact that, like, Britney's parents are divorced, I think they're pretty, like, Doesn't normal Lindsay people. Lohan but Lindsay Lohan has, got a has weird, parents that have, like, right? weird, weird background, like, tumultuous relationship. Um... But they were not able to get past, like, this, like, downward spiral that seems to happen when fame is heaped upon you at such a young age. Um, You know, for, like, Britney, like, I think we all know the story. Like, she's, like, the princess of pop, but she's also not what she used to be because, for a lot of different reasons, right? Like, um... I mean, to me, like, Kevin Federline is, like, the worst because he, like, to me, he ruined her life. But that's that's also not true. Like, if you, like, look at her, like, the trajectory of her life, like, that's not when that started. Like, she, oh, like, you know, she was, like, drinking and she went to rehab and 
Um, she married her childhood friend in Vegas, and that marriage was annulled in 55 hours. And then, like, eight months later, she ended up marrying Kevin Federline. And, um, and I get it, because, like, not only are you, like, being fed, like, you're the best, you're the best, you can do anything, you can do anything. Like, you also are in this, like, bubble where you can't do things and you can't be a normal child. So, like, of course, like, the minute that you can, you go crazy. Um, I mean, I think, I don't know, like, for Brittany at least, um, the last couple of years has been sort of like a, like a, on the upswing and kind of been like a resurrection of her career and like the Vegas residency definitely helps. But for people like Lindsay Lohan, like I think she really wants to come back as an actress and I don't think Hollywood wants that anymore. And she looks different. She sounds different. Like I, my heart breaks when I think about her because like I just like the parent trap, like Freaky Friday, like Mean Girls, like how mean girls is how so, good mean is girls she still in all up. of those? Yeah. And she looks nothing like that. And like, yeah. it's like, I mean, I joke about meth face, but like her face looks different and like she doesn't look the age that she is because of what she's done to herself. Yeah. Amanda Bynes, like I don't know what she's doing now. I used to, she was my favorite out of all of the Disney, like, oh, really? like the young girls, like Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez. Um, because, like, what a girl wants, like, um, she's the man. They're, those are such good, like, teen movies. And I think, like, the past couple of years has not been good for her. And, um, I mean, I think she retired from acting, which is right. fine. But uh, so compared to that, like, maybe I want someone like LeBron James who, like, makes weird decisions, but they're right. not, like... Like, is that career the best case scenario? Suicides. Right, right. Um, so, yeah. Like, I don't know. But So it's interesting to me that, like, we're talking about these bad decisions and, like, you know, like, you're, you're uh, you, the person that you chose. I'm just like, I would rather have had Britney, like, say weird comments yeah, yeah. than to have spent, like, you know, those years where she's, like, shaving her head and, like, beating up a paparazzi car. You know... I didn't think of this until you mentioned it. Yeah. But, I mean, gender plays a role in that. Sure. Right? Because it's like, you take a look at, uh, like, LeBron James, who, you know, um, is like an athlete. Think, yeah. But, and then, but when we talk about, like, Lindsay, Amanda, not, I mean, Amanda, you can school me on, I'm not too sure, but I was never familiar too much with her, but, like, with Lindsay and Brittany, like, they were labeled, like, sex symbols, mm-hmm. you know? Like, very early For sure, on. yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And so, like, maybe that destructive behavior is attributed also to, like, the way people perceive them, oh, the way sure. people, like, treated them, yeah. you know? Because, like, with LeBron, like, it, uh, I think he, from a very, from very early on, was, like, exploited and then, like, for gain... For other people's gain, but um, as he got older, he was like, "Oh, how can I turn the tables around and and you know protect myself from being exploited?" And and he is kind of like a he's like a CEO ish. He's like that's like the type of personality he has, and he has a lot of business dealings, very successful business dealings. Um, and so I don't even know if not that like Britney wouldn't have been capable, like, but I don't even know if she would have had the those same oppor- 
opportunities. No. And you know what I mean? I mean, that's why I think, like, stuff like the Women's March is so important because as much progress as we've made, um, like, we're not equal. And I'm, like, we're just not. You know, like, men will, like, men get paid more. Men get, like, more opportunities. And the other thing that really, really, really bothers me and, like, I'm passionate about is the fact that, like, women are objectified and we're sexualized and we're branded by how we look. And that's just kind of, like, a systemic thing. And I think it definitely plays into, like, why we're talking about, like, all of these, like, young celebrities who are women who have, like, fallen into these pratfalls of, like, um, just losing control of their, like, lives versus, like, someone like LeBron who's, like... I don't know. I just think men are forgiven easy, like quicker too and like people forget about stuff that they've done um i mean and you know not to be like because there are like child actors oh, who are yeah. male who've like totally destroyed their lives in the same way like that these ladies have and there are on the flip side like also female child actors who've like made it okay so it's not like a blanket statement yeah. but i think it's, it's but hard. it's still relevant yeah it's that that it that doesn't mean like that doesn't prove or disprove anything. We're just saying it's a factor, one of many. Like, you can argue on how important it is, but you can't deny that it is there. Yeah. You know, that's all. Um, oh, great. Did you, you have other people you want to talk about? I mean, the, the Taylor was, I think, the most relevant one because of, you know, it happening just this past yeah. weekend. That was kind of the crux of it that I feel like to, our discussion took a turn a little bit um, yeah, I to like it was fine. young so yeah. like young <laughs> people who like become famous when they're young. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, Taylor, st- I, Taylor, I think still falls into that category because when how old was she when she first started that first album? We we should know because we over the holiday break we went to the Taylor the Swift Taylor experience, experience. Um, at South Street Seaport in New York. It's yeah. You know, if someone if worth the nine dollars. I think if someone just watched this episode, they would think I was a huge Taylor. Yeah, no, head. but yeah. it's just that my fiance loves Taylor Swift. I, I thought it was really fun that you were there. I it was very yeah, interesting. Was I learned a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot. You were you weren't you were nowhere near the um, the uh, fandomness of that one guy. <laughs> he was so he was like this like. Cute little Asian kid who came with his mom. He was huge. He, okay, yeah, no, no, no. He was big, big, but he was like young, you know. Like, oh, you think so? You don't think he was like in high, like high school? Like he's not an adult. You think he's an adult? Shoot, was he an adult? I hope not. He was so. Anyways, guys, like he was like really, really into it. Like he. Um, like it was like mouthing all the words to all the songs. There was that were one out. part where like you could dance and his mom was recording him. He like, was dancing. so good. I wish I had recorded him. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, this is not the last time we're gonna be talking about Taylor Swift because I get the feeling she will be back soon with some music and I'm sure. we'll see how sure. how that all plays out. But uh, this all goes to say, like if I was a celebrity, I think I'd make a really good celebrity because I usually mm. go home after work and I'm not into partying or drinking. But maybe that's why you wouldn't be a good celebrity because they I sec- still people think secretly I would. want that. I still think I would. But like I would be at the airport a lot because I, I would like to travel. So mm. then TMZ would always be in my face. It's fine. It all works out like, you know. <laughs> okay, excellent. Uh, 
Uh, let's move on. You want to move on to the next segment? Mm-hmm. All right. Move, let's this move is on a new segment, segment that right. we're introducing. We're going to do a new segment. Uh, it's hot takes of the week. Uh, do you want to do your hot take of the week first? Yes. Okay. So basically what we mean by hot take is um, every episode we're going to try to just like talk for a few minutes about something that we were surprised about right, right. Um, or entertained by um, in the in the entertainment news. Um, I'm going to start because I think we have a lot more to say about your yes, thing. Yes. But uh, one of my favorite shows, and I think I've mentioned this quite a lot, is the CW's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which I think is just uh, so funny and it's just like unlike anything that's on t- network TV right now. Um, it is so worth the critical acclaim that it gets, but it's so like undeserving of the low ratings that it gets. And it is currently the lowest rated show on television. It's literally the lowest rated show on television. And guess what got renewed for a third season? Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's actually kind of funny because it was not a very highly rated show first season either. Mm -hmm. And then it lost even more viewers. Mm -hmm. And the CW like renewed it and it became the lowest rated TV show to be renewed by a broadcast network for another season ever. Um, there are a couple of reasons for this. I think it speaks to the changing landscape of television and how mm. we rate success and measure success. So the CW happens to have a lucrative, right. I mean, I think it's a lucrative deal. I'm I think sure any deal that Netflix makes yeah. is lucrative. Um, a deal with Netflix where um, like a couple of days after the season of a show ends, like it's all of it is immediately on Netflix. Um, so I think CW really recognizes the potential of having their shows on Netflix and that platform, especially, um, shows with critical acclaim. So to them, yes, the show, like 200,000 people are watching this show on their, um, you know, on, like when it airs on their network, but without releasing numbers, like millions more, Double fold or whatever can oh, be watching be it on yeah. can be watching it on Netflix, right? So, um, I think it's a long term investment that they're looking at. Also, at the same time, you know, like I think being critically acclaimed is is enough for for networks to want to keep shows Especially on the air, the right? So, like CW Crazy Ex Girlfriend, like um, you know, Mr. Robot. It's not a very highly rated show, but it put USA, USA on the map. Loves Mr. yeah. Robot. Um, my favorite show, Unreal, put like Lifetime on the map for a net to be a network that's like taking chances and putting um, show uh, shows on the air that's not like you know made for TV movies. And so like all of these, there's like merits for that, and there's arguments to be made for um, for networks to invest in shows that aren't really doing well. Um, and so. You know, it's like it's marketing that you can't really buy, right? Uh, so I think uh, the renewal makes sense in that in that way, but I think it's still something that like we're all gonna have to kind of get used to, and it's just completely just changing the entire like way we see uh, successful TV shows. But everyone, go watch Crazy Ex Girlfriend. It's so. Is the season? Um, I think the season. It's halfway over. Halfway over. Yeah, so season one is definitely on Netflix. Um, 
and then season two will be on it once the season is over. Okay, yep. excellent. So, Steve, my all right, favorite. So, all right, so this isn't so much my hot take as it is, like, our hot take. Um, so the Oscar nominations came out yes. today. And um, I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. The, my first one is... Wait, so before yeah, you get yeah, into yeah. it, we are going to have an episode oh, yes. close to the Oscars where we're going to talk about yeah, so we're gonna these nominations. Briefly go over these, not go in too depth. We're not going to talk about you know uh, favorites or underdogs or anything like that. Just our reactions. Like quick reactions. Quick hitters. Quick hot takes yeah. uh, about this. Um, okay, your initial... I'm so over La La Land, I haven't even watched it. Okay, so you are part of the backlash. Yeah, yeah, I am, I am. And you know what? I didn't even watch it, and now I, like, really don't want... Because I'm just... It's even though I told you a million times to go watch it, mm-hmm. I don't know that you would like it, though, actually. So maybe you'd be better off watching, watching. like, the other stuff that's on this list. Um, I do kind of think that it peaked a little bit too early with the Golden I Globes. So. I think so. But I also think it's going to do fine at the Oscars. Like, you think it's going to be one of those things where, like, I can imagine a scenario where it either wins just the major ones or just the minor ones. It'll win the major ones. Think so? Mm-hmm. So, La La Land tied for the most nominations ever at 14 with um, Titanic and All About Eve. They have to win 11 to tie Titanic. For the most win, and then obviously like twelve to like be the most of all time. <sighs> I don't think they're gonna win all fourteen. If that makes you feel any better, you know I don't even know why I I don't no, even, I, I don't think, know why it bothers me. Are you actually are you one of those people when like something gets too big like you you don't like things like do you tend to do that? Because that might be it, but I don't if know. not, okay, I don't know. okay. I, 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 that would be more consistent with my personality, I think. Did you watch Saturday Night Live, Live last weekend? Mm-mm. Aziz Ansari hosted. I saw the monologue. The monologue is fantastic. The monologue I is think very he's good. so good. There's a there's a skit where he gets called into the police station and they're interrogating him and they're interrogating him because he like made some comment about like not liking La La Land and the cops are like like La La Land, like fanatics, <laughs> and I think you should watch it because I think you would appreciate it. I will. I, I won't watch La La Land, yeah, but I will watch. watch I will yeah, watch yeah. that. Um, did you have a hot take? Mm, I'm. I think what people are talking about the most, or one of the things that people are talking about the most today, is um, a pretty big snub. Although I do think that to call things snubs are a little bit like. Nothing is guaranteed, right? So, right, right. Um, you know, but like whatever. So, uh, a lot of people thought, including myself, um, as did I, thought that uh, Amy Adams was going to be nominated for Best Actress for Arrival, which she totally deserves because Arrival. Now I appreciate Arrival, but like she's good. She her performance is what makes Arrival Arrival. Um, she was not nominated, and Arrival was nominated for a good number of awards and nice a good pictures, number of big awards. Um, but as I mentioned to you, like I tweeted this morning, um, there's no way that she would have won, 
and she's been nominated five times. So this would have been her sixth Oscar nomination. So part of me like didn't want her to lose six times. So I don't, in that sense, like I guess I'm like, eh, okay with it. But at the same time, like even if she's the Susan Lucci of the Oscars, like I think, I think this is like, like the a, such a good performance, right? But I can't really think of anybody in the who act, you would not, in, yeah, out, right? Maybe uh, don't kill me, but like maybe Meryl Streep, just because like she's been nominated like twenty times, like, but yeah. you know, uh, whatever. So it is what it is, and it's fine. But um, that was kind of like sad to me. Um, Hashtag Oscar so white this year? No. No, I don't think so. You know, I think they did a pretty good job. I think I counted, and it's like seven out of the 20, um, like, slots for all the acting categories are um, for people of color. I will say I would love for multiple people of color, not just black people, um, to be in it. But we have Dev Patel, and I love Dev Patel. Um, for Lion. And I think I'm going to go watch Lion this um, this week. You know, the other thing is uh, I'm glad Hidden Figures. Yes, and I really want to go watch it. Do you think that was like a late push? Because that, that really got pushed hard the past few weeks, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think it, it's doing really well at the box office, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. too. Yeah, right? it was so. number one this weekend, and I think last weekend, too. Yeah. So... Um, yeah. Was that it? I think so. I mean, we'll definitely go more into it. I mean, yeah, it. we'll definitely... I mean, these are just our hot takes, but, um, you know, I think we'll definitely have more to talk about, especially, like, right before... Yeah, Oscars. we'll make our predictions. Bless Thank you. you! So we'll make our predictions um, when the time comes. Yeah. All right, so uh, why don't we take a break now, and we'll come back with our obsessions of the week. Sounds good. All right, so we'll be right back. And we're back. And we're back. Um, okay, let's do uh, obsessions of the episode. Uh, you want to do yours first? You want me to do mine first? I can do mine. It doesn't matter. I, what are, it's so stupid. Um, last weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that, um, I went to my friend Sabrina and I went to go see our friend Asha in Seattle. Ah, uh, yes. And so it was really, really fun. You know, like those like things where like um, you have friends who like you haven't seen in a long time, but then when you get together, it's like no time, time has passed. Yeah. So we stayed over at Asha's place in Seattle and, like, just generally, like, it was just, like, the best weekend ever. But, um, like, at night we would come home and she would be like, Asha would be like, okay, guys, I'm going to turn on some TV. And I'm always for turning on TV. Always. I was like, what took you so long? Um, Except her version of TV. Like, so she turned on Netflix and it was, like, Frasier. And I was like, what are we watching? And so it turns out that she, like, loves Frasier and she goes through the seasons. She just has it on. And at this point, like, she's, like, not even really watching it. But it's just, like, on as, like, background. Um, Which I just found so freaking hilarious because... What are you, like, 80 years old? But (laughs) I started watching an episode. And, like, Frasier was a little bit before, like... Our time in the sense that, like, I, like, before I got into TV, really. because yeah, that was, like, right after mm-hmm. Cheers. And it was all, like, really old people that I did not aspire to be like, right? So, like, even Friends who were, like, even the characters on Friends, they were older. But, like, I wanted to be Rachel. Like, I wanted to live in the city. I wanted to have, like, these, like, cool, like... Whatever. So I didn't want to be a doctor with like his own a radio, radio show. show who's grumpy and his dad's grumpy and he lives with his dad and his like 
dad's caretaker and his brother is grumpy. All of it just like screamed old people to me. And then maybe I'm an old person because I was like, this is kind of funny. So I started watching, like, so I do, like, when I come home, like, after I'm done with all, all my other, like, whatever, um, I'll, like, do, like, an episode a night. Um, not every night, but, like, when I can. And it's been kind of fun. And, like, Netflix, I kind of love you. Thanks for having Frasier on your services. But I can totally see why people, like, there's a whole generation of people who discover shows that, like, you know aired a long time right. ago or have been around for a really long time because it's so accessible and like um, it's just been a really interesting experience so yeah. I'm in season one of nine <laughs> and this is when they had like 30 episodes mm-hmm. a season so I'll right? let you know when I finish but uh, that's my obsession of the episode excellent excellent uh, mine was um, there's this writer that I really uh, that I really enjoy uh, reading his name is Chuck Klosterman, and I uh, i don't know, I guess Google, I'm not Google, uh, he did a Google Talk, and I guess Facebook knows what I'm into because oh, on, they the su- know. Yeah, on the suggested post, they're like, hey, like, do you want to watch this video? And I was like, okay. Yes, I'd love to watch this video. So it's an hour-long uh, talk. You can find it uh, up on YouTube or on Facebook, whichever. What is it called? It's or what just, does he talk about? Uh, so he talks about his book, right? And his book is called... You know, but what if we're wrong? Is the book that I sent you, have you listened to it yet? Oh, God, I think the one... Did you send it to me on... I sent you an Audible. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. I have not listened to it yet. You should. Did you read it, at least? No. No. I have so many of his books. I've ordered his books, and I haven't gotten through all of them yet. I want to go through his old ones before doing his... No, I only asked because you were saying that the talk is based on, like, what he yeah, wrote so, about. Yeah, so, but it's, it's, the concept is very simple, which is that, like, um, we like to think of history differently than the present, but people in the future will think of our present the way we think of history. Right, because we are all living history. But he, but he goes, like, way into oh, the future. So he's, like, like t- yeah. It, it was really cool. So he was, he was saying some crazy things, and he was, like, he was like, I can imagine a, a future where people are like, like, like democracy. Like they thought everyone should have a voice. Yeah. You know, or um, the other one was like, you know, uh, this is something we're heading towards rapidly, which is like the death of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was like, you know, typically you associate uh, one art or medium with a single person, mm-hmm. and they're like, I. He was like, I wonder who people like hundreds of years from now are going to be like. Oh yeah, rock and roll, and but then they're going to name someone, and it will be synonymous with rock and roll the way like classical music, you would say is like, like Bach or Bach or like Mozart, yeah, you know, or um, you know, uh, plays and Shakespeare, mm-hmm. you know, uh, during their time, they were one of many. Mm-hmm. You know, but then as history uh, or as time goes on, it's really just like one person left standing. And he was saying like it might not even be so, it might not be, you know, someone like the Beatles or um, what's the the Rolling Stones. It might be like Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Like who? Because so people so far removed. Yeah. You know, won't have any context. They'll just be oh yeah, rock and roll was this you know like Frank Sinatra like you know yeah. or 
something crazy, you know what I mean? And so it was it was interesting, but then he's like an interesting guy and his mind is like always working, so he actually starts off not talking about the book at all. He starts off talking about Google. Cause you know, he they take him through the tour through the Google office, right? And he was like, um, you know, I just wanna ask you guys a question. Everyone close your eyes, everyone closes their eyes. And he goes, Raise your hand if you think Google could potentially become too powerful. And like, Does, th- like everybody raise their hand? Like a third between a third and a half, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, two fifths of the room raise their hand. And he was like, That's interesting because I didn't ask if Google will become too powerful. I just asked if it had the potential to. And he was like, it makes me feel better that over half of you are like, no, there's no potential for it to become too powerful. Huh. You know, so yeah. it's, so it, it was interesting. Uh, if you're into stuff like that and discussions like that, I would definitely recommend it and check it out. And if you like, you know, get some of his, his books. They're good. Cool. Yeah. So you should one. listen to the one that I sent you. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. I um, wait, before we go, we have an announcement, right? Oh, that's right. Okay, so uh, the announcement is, um, I think during our Facebook Live uh, podcast, video cast, people are asking, oh, you know, how do you know what to watch? How do you choose, you know, what you're going to invest your time into? And so we thought we'd make it a little bit easier for you guys. And you guys can just watch what we're watching. And so there were two TV shows specifically that we wanted to watch. I think you and I have other TV shows that we are in the midst of watching. And Oh, I, I watch so much TV, so yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, there are, you know, I do you want to reveal some, not the ones that we'll tell them about, but like just casually, like what you are in the midst of watching. Okay. Like what my DVR consists of? Yeah, yeah, just what yeah. you're, what you're uh, right now. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I watch Quantico. I watch. Season you watch Quantico? I do. Because I love season one so much, and I'm not really into season two, but like until it becomes super bad, like I'll still watch it. Stop, Man. don't judge me. No, I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. I do just, watch Quantico. That's so interesting. Um, Jane the Virgin, Crazy Ex Girlfriend, Blackish, Fresh Off the Boat. I've been watching Leah Remini's Scientology series on A&E. <laughs> Shut up, Steve. No. Um, this is us. Um. I'm pretty sure I watched, like, and then, like, shows that, like, ended a little bit while ago, like, Younger and, like, um, yeah, I can't really remember. I mean, and obviously, like, I watched The Mindy Project. Uh, what? I didn't say anything. <laughs> you? Okay. Um, I didn't say anything. Fine. Uh, Scandal's coming back, so I'll be watching that. I mean, I could go on, but, like, I think I've just, like, dug this, like, Grave. No, like, no, there's no, there's nothing to do yourself. I don't know. Uh, I, I obviously have a lot of time on my hands. That is actually not true. And I watch TV a lot. I would That's say true. you make time for TV. I yes. wouldn't say you have a lot of yeah. time. Um, so you know your schedule. Uh, the only thing I'm watching right now is. Oh my god, what? What? You only watch one thing? <laughs> Go on. Uh, Young Pope. Uh huh. That's it? <laughs> yeah. That's it? But I just finished Sherlock. I just finished Sherlock. Do you literally only watch two things at a time? No, I, I watch whatever like tickles my fancy at the moment. But right now, it's just Young Pope. Holy moly. You don't watch anything I just like named? Wow. 
Anyways, before we prolong this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the reason we, we brought that up is not so you can watch those shows, which, you know, feel free to check out uh, if you and want to. And let me to. know what you like and yeah. what you don't like. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but Oh, and Designated Survivor. So good. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um... But, you know, when people are like, oh, you know, what do you guys watch? What do you guys, um, how do you know what to invest time into? You can watch what we're watching and, you know, you can definitely watch the shows that we just mentioned. But uh, we will be watching two very specific shows and recapping them and sharing our thoughts uh, through the podcast. The first one is, um, what's it called? The Happy? The Good Place. The Good Place, which was on NBC, um, made by uh, Mike Schur, who's responsible for The American Office, Parks and Rec. Uh, I think season one is over, but I would heard such good things about it, and I think you had as well that we kind of want to start watching that. The episode stream on NBC.com. And so we're going to And start. Hulu. Oh, and Hulu. I'm sorry. And I think Hulu. it's on demand. Yeah, it's on demand. And on demand, you know, for your, from your local provider. And we're also going to be watching The OA on Netflix, which we'd heard mixed reviews on. But I am But I But I'm somebody excited. said it was the first sleeper hit of 2017. So I, I'm excited so. for that. Even if... Because, you know, I think with a lot of these shows, even if they're... Even if it's... Even if it ends up being, like, not good. Because for me, it's, like, what I'm measuring it up against is, like, Stranger Things. Mm. You know, so even if it's not as good as Stranger Things, it's still interesting enough yeah. where I think I want to watch it. Um, so I guess the way it will work is that in subsequent episodes, we'll be devoting a little bit of our time discussing. Yeah, not, episode. like, the whole yeah, episode, yeah. you know. The episodes that we had watched. Um, so, like, if you're not watching it with us, that's fine. And if you have no interest in it, then you can just kind of skip over to the next part that we'll be talking about. Um, so I guess for the next episode, um, so I, in roughly two weeks or so, we'll be right. talking about episodes one of each episode show yeah we can okay. do so we'll so do the good the, place the, the good place and one. um the oa episode one episode one so uh you guys have two weeks to watch it um hopefully that's enough hopefully time, you can right? engage us in conversation on our facebook page yeah, yeah, yeah. and on instagram and our youtube, and YouTube channel. channel yeah yeah please uh so you know uh subscribe rate review on itunes and then subscribe uh Comment and like on YouTube as well. Yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and no so one is listening. No one is listening. Podcast? I believe no one is listening. Space podcast. No one else listening is one word. Yes, yes. We no. should know these no, things, No, no, Because right? remember, we decided to make it consistent. So yes. it's no one is listening, one word, space podcast uh, on YouTube. Search for that, and we should be the first thing uh, that shows up. And... Uh, I think that's it. Is there anything else? I think we're good. Thanks for listening as always, you guys. Yep. All right. So take it it easy, guys. Bye.